welcome to Hi. our Clear Malaysia's yeah, platform. Lynn. Yeah, thank you for saying yes to this interview. Um, I hope that you are doing great there with your daughter at, during this pandemic lockdown. I yeah. hope, yeah. How are you been? Oh, uh, um, staying at home, being obedient, no, <laughs> helping to, cluff, uh, no, to, to flatten the curve. All right. And then, uh, um, I know it, it, it's lucky, you know, because you know why? Mm. Uh, tomorrow is my daughter's birthday. Oh, <laughs> and how old will she be? Yeah. How old, how old will she be? Uh, five, five. Five, five years old. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, wow. Yes, Time yes. flies, right? Yeah. Yes, I can imagine. Yes. I can imagine five years old will be talking like an adult already, a, a mini adult. Yeah, correct. In yeah, fact, first, actually, uh, in fact, actually, I always, re I always remind her that uh, you know each birthday that uh, we are going to celebrate, uh, mommy is going to celebrate with uh with with God, and mm -hmm. she's watching over you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She she's very good girl. She she really, ah, very good girl for her age. So Daniel. Would you mind um, introduce a little bit about yourself and your background? What do you do and all? Okay, well, first of all, my name is Daniel. Okay, mm -hmm. um, I'm a widower with a five-year-old daughter. Uh, currently uh, living in OUG. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually uh, came back to KL uh, from, because of uh, immigration issues in Sarawak. Mm -hmm. uh, I think in uh, the, the Sarawakians and uh, most Malaysians actually uh, do not really know about the immigration there. So uh, I had to really move back here uh, because of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and then uh, I'm a full-time parent mm -hmm. and uh, doing my own business as well. So yeah, this is a little bit about me. Yeah, so just to give a quick uh, uh, explanation of what you said about immigration, actually Daniel here married to, he's a West, uh, West Malaysian, he's uh, from, you are from KL, right? Initially, are you from KL? <laughs> yeah, then you married yeah, to yes. a Kuching girl, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm so, from KL. Yeah, you're so, so your wife is from uh, Kuching. Yes. Yes, <laughs> then, <laughs> then, people, then you move, yeah. you move to Kuching and then you actually uh, uh, stay there yes. and and you, I heard that you run your own business there, your tuition center with your wife. Oh, yeah. I, I used yeah. to run a tuition center with my late wife. Yeah, uh, yeah but wife. because after she passed away, yeah, uh, I, yeah I had to uh, sell it off. Yeah, yeah okay. So, so um, that's why you had a, some problem with the immigration. That's why you moved back to KL, right? So, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, uh, today's topic with you, Daniel, is about coping with loss as a single parent. It's also talking about uh, how is your single parenthood uh, since after your uh, late wife passed, right? So we're going to touch about, about all these topics. And I know that it's very personal to you. And uh, we really want to say thank to you. Really thank you and grateful that you are willing to open up and share this story with us. Because we, we want to really create the awareness and just... just talk about topics like this that people hardly talk about so that who knows whoever that is watching this video or whoever that knows someone that is similar situation as you they can they can have a listen and you know to relate and feel better also because 
um, you know, the, all the sharing that you're going to do, because I know that um, you, you, are, you come up strong, like really strong. So today we can't wait yeah. to hear your story. Yeah. So, all right. um, so before we, I ask you other question, maybe you can tell us a very brief story of your, your, your whole, like maybe from the beginning where you moved from KL to Kuching. How do you meet your late wife? My late wife, her name was Clara. Mm -hmm. uh, we got to know each other through church event. Mm -hmm. um, before I actually uh, approached her, I, I knew she was older than me. But uh, uh, I don't know what came into my mind. I actually asked her, mm -hmm. uh, In English, is how old are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. she, at, at first, she was taken aback. You know, like, like all ladies, you know, when, when men ask age, about age, mm -hmm. <laughs> they, they feel very upset. Mm -hmm. uh, thank God I uh, I was not uh, being slapped by her. <laughs> uh, but uh, according according to her, she found it very amusing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but then uh, she replied amusingly too. She asked. Mm -hmm. She she said, "Oh, I'm hundred years old." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then? But I I I I still pushed uh, that question to her, and then yeah. uh, finally she gave in like, <laughs> okay, okay, because she knew she she knew actually we knew that uh uh we have an age gap. I mean seven years, but uh, it's not that big uh, for us. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh but nevertheless, uh two things that she accepted me, uh and then uh I love God and I love family. Mm -hmm. Uh that 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 was my uh yeah, uh my motto. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why she accepted uh, me, even though I was younger than her. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, so we decided to move on in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, she had to move back to Kuching because uh, her mother is uh, aging. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's, she was all alone. Mm -hmm. So uh, she did actually ask my dad's consent, you know, uh, my family, you know, uh, for advice. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, my father actually somehow uh, agreed and mm -hmm. uh, actually told her, you know, I think you should go back and uh, be with your mother because mm -hmm. daughters knows best. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then uh, I was willing to actually follow her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so we you... moved in mm -hmm. 2010. We mm -hmm. moved to Kuching 2010 and mm -hmm. we settled down there. 2010 well okay okay right yeah mm. yeah so from then you 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 um you uh, your wife got pregnant then you have your daughter there yeah yeah okay okay so uh, yes yeah okay mm. uh i we got married in the year we got married in the year 2014 mm. uh, we, we took four years to settle down and then uh uh after 2014, we then, uh, you know, in 2016, we had our little child. Mm. And now she's five years old. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, okay. So, um, what is the, how to say, how, when you don't mind sharing, what is the, the what is the process like when your, your late wife found out that she's um, not well? What, what, um, you know, what is the symptom and what, what? When, okay. when she first found out, yeah. Okay, uh, it happened uh, when uh, she, she was breastfeeding my daughter and then she yeah. had some pain. 
uh, and then uh, she didn't know what was the, what was the pain. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and so she actually uh, asked her friends around, and then uh, and then her, her her senses told her that uh, she should go and see the doctor yeah. uh, to see her uh, what do you call it her gynae. Yeah. Uh, so uh, she actually went to the gynae yeah. uh, while I was away, actually. When I came back to KL to do uh, some family matters, yeah. uh, she went to seek for consultation with her gynae. And then the gynae says, okay, maybe just give a few days, probably maybe because of some, I don't know what this, uh, what, uh, I don't know what's the term for it, uh, when you breastfeed and then don't know, uh, there's a word she mentioned, duck, D-U-C-T. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. What is that again? Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's like the 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 the, the, the yeah, yeah. It's breastfeeding thing. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. So so the guy says I mean will disappear like, in a few few days. Yeah. Uh, so okay, she 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 waited, and then yeah. she said the pain was still there. Yeah. So uh, she went to see another guy. She went yeah. to see another guy. Yeah. Uh, this time the guy says. Uh, I think better go and uh, see the scan. oncologist yeah. uh, for biopsy, not not yeah. scan. Straight away, immediately, uh, she was asked to do the biopsy. Oh, okay. So uh, she went for the, uh, she went for the biopsy, and then yeah. turned out it was stage four breast cancer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So from then. So on, it was one year. One year. It was one year. She uh, she suffered. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no, I mean, the, because it's like stage four, it, there's no turning back already, right? Can't do much. Yes, correct. Yeah, okay. Okay, so, oh, I couldn't, I cannot really, cannot imagine like that. I think um, pre, last week we were talking, I was talking to Jared about um, cancer as well. And he, mm. he, he said that the, there's only two types of cancer that we are able to self-examine. One is breast cancer, yeah, one is yes. testi testicular cancer. Because he has he had testicular cancer, so that's why these are the mm. things that you know. That's why um we've been uh, trying to and uh, on the PA Malaysia's platform we are trying to create the awareness also to see how do we can um how do we spread the the the, the knowledge and to to self examine at an early stage because really when it's at the late stage it's really nothing that we can do right yeah yeah that's right so so what happened after that that how do you cope. Like you say it took one year, right? All right. Mm. Yeah. So before actually, uh, my wife uh started her what do you call it her treatment process. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we had to settle everything at home first. Uh, starting with her 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 her, her mother. Yeah. Uh, uh, we had to actually uh seek uh caregivers to look after her, uh, mm -hmm. knowing that we, I I I my hands are full. Yeah. I had to manage the tuition center and manage my daughter, and then uh, yeah. at the same time uh my wife yeah so uh so she went through the chemo process uh she mm -hmm. had to she had to go through a few cycles and mm. then uh after the chemo you know uh she was in bad shape that uh, she decided to go to an uh, a nursing home mm. uh to to have professional uh nurses uh, caregivers to look after her uh mm. because she said she doesn't want to to uh to how to say uh burden us in a way mm -mm -mm. uh because uh, my uh and then especially my little girl mm -hmm. uh you know the pain was so so severe that uh, mm -hmm. she didn't want to uh, allow her daughter to see her going through that pain mm -hmm. 
yeah, yeah. So I, I, I said, okay, whatever suitable with you, I do support you. Uh, yeah, as, as, as caregivers, as uh, your as a husband or a wife, I think uh, to a cat cancer patient, I think you really, really need to actually give a lot of support. Yes. Uh, not just physical, but mental. Yes. Uh, it, you know, uh, the, if, 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 if you do not give that kind of support, uh, they will feel more stress. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So, uh, so she went to the she went to the nursing home and then uh, until the final stage where she said, "Okay, I, I it's time for me to go back home." Mm. So I think she knew she knew that her time was up. So that's mm. why she 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 opted that she wanted to come back. Mm. Uh, that's how her life uh, on earth ended. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure she is a very, very strong woman and she knows what she wants and she knows what's going on. And I think um, for, for, for a person that knows when, when the time is up, they, I think we would know because uh, myself, my father also just passed um, two years ago with uh, uh, colon cancer. And then, and then um, when he found out it's also last stage, nothing can be done, but also go through chemo. And then, and then it came out worse, you know, because the whole body, because mm. he's old, and then, and it the whole body cannot cannot tahan the the whole process, oh, yes, you know. Yes. So so that's why um after the chemo, actually he got better a little bit, but it worse. It it really go downhill after that. I think so. Yeah, but um yeah, that's why I can I I don't know I don't cannot say that I can I can relate, but. Um, seeing what you say, I really can relate how you say that the caregiver has to be strong because that's how um, that's yes. how that's how our loved one when they are going through things, they actually depend on us to be strong, you know, really. So really applaud to you where you really go pull yeah. it through and and especially when you are bringing a small kid. I mean, your daughter that time she's maybe two years old, two three years old. Yeah, correct. Yes. Yeah, must be uh, two, a helpful. I think two, two, two. Two. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what are the, what are after that? What are the um? Can you share with us what were some of the ways you and your daughter dealt with the loss of your wife? Like, how do you both deal with it as a father and daughter? Okay. First of all, I really want to uh thank God, uh mm. for giving us uh, uh mm. friends. Yeah. Friends from both KL and Kuching side. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it, without them, I think I, I would have uh, fallen flat. Mm. Okay. Uh, mm. But because of uh, the friendship, uh, they actually really supported us uh, both mm. physically uh, and uh, financially. Mm. Uh, so I really want to uh, uh, thank them uh, mm. for, their, for their support. Mm. Uh, without them, I think... Um, it's gonna be very tough for us, yeah. and at the same at the same time, uh, I being a father, being a responsible father, I actually always remind my daughter that, uh, mommy is in heaven now, watching over us. She is mm -hmm. in a good place with Jesus or with God. <laughs> okay, sorry, yeah, if I mentioned. It's Jesus okay. It's okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, so she. I have to remind her every day until she understands it. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
that's, there was a day, there was a time uh, where I actually uh, brought my little girl, uh, her name is Natalie, when I brought her to the uh, uh, Columbrium uh, mm. to visit uh, uh, her mother. Mm. To my surprise, uh, mm. at the age of two, mm. the fact that she cried, which means that she understood uh, what was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she knew that uh, mommy is now no longer with us physically, but she's with uh, God in heaven. Yeah. So uh, I, I believe that I think uh, if anyone out there is going through this kind of uh, uh, life, I think as parents, we should not keep it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We should be open. We should let our kids know no matter how old they are. Mm. Uh, or matter how young they are, mm. uh, because they need to know. They mm. need to know the truth. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be tough for both parties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You you'll be surprised how much they understand, right? Even though they are young, but they understand, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So, um, I think the the main thing how you both hold, hold on to each other to go through this process will be what you said, the honesty, the being truthful right. to her from the very beginning. And slowly yes. as, as time passed by, she really understand the concept, right? And now that she's five years old, I'm sure that um, she's quite comfortable with the idea already. Like not like it's not a secret to her anymore. So it's an open thing. You get what I mean? So anything, any at any point in time when people were to ask or whatever, she would know how to answer and handle the situation. Yes. Right? Yeah. That is a very good choice of handling it. I, I I really I really salute you for that, really. So um next question is what are the what are some of the biggest challenges that you face? being a single father ever since your wife passed? Okay, uh, of course, uh, mental health was uh, the number one issue yes. uh, because, uh, you know, depression. Uh, yeah. I, but uh, just to let everybody know that, uh, mm. you know, depression, uh, yeah. uh, there's no sign, you know. Mm. <laughs> there's no sign. Uh, yeah. I actually uh, seek help uh, uh, seek help from a priest. Uh, mm. And then uh, it's just... Uh, uh, there's no physical signs, but yeah. somehow there's a there's a vibe that yes. can tell oh you're having depression. Yeah. So uh, uh, without knowing actually uh, that yeah. and that can be very dangerous, you know. Yeah. Uh, so um, I after that uh, okay uh, it it happened last year actually during the uh, full lockdown the first full yeah. lockdown. Uh, it was like uh, quite quiet at home. The loneliness start kicking in. Mm. I I got you know uh, it uh, keeps reminding me of Clara. You know, you know yeah. if only if only we wish that she was here. Uh, mm. but luckily uh, luckily I didn't you know I didn't show it face you know uh, physically to my daughter. Otherwise, uh, she would have also gone into depression as well. Yeah. So I I had to be strong when she's around. Yeah. Okay, so uh, thank thank goodness I actually uh, because I was uh, practicing uh, NLP and hypnosis, yeah. I managed to hypnotize myself. I managed to uh, how to say uh, uh, get treated lah uh, mm. through this hypnosis. 
uh, and uh, turn out turn out that I'm actually uh, all right. Mm. And uh, until today, yeah. amazing. You are able to treat yourself. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I I had to do uh I had to do hypnosis uh, recording and uh, let me listen to my own voice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 That's that's. Um... Yeah. 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 Okay, okay, it works on yourself, yeah. I mean, I mean, for those people who yeah. do not have this kind of knowledge and skill, I think it's best for them to seek help outside, right? Like to, to talk to someone and all. Oh yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, because I, I was practicing on my own, mm -hmm. uh, I you know why not? I actually turned this into a, a, a little business as well. Yes. So, uh, when I came back to KL, uh, I, I was actually looking for jobs because I was a uh, I was a teacher, so yeah. I actually uh, applied jobs in a, a few schools. Mm. Uh, fortunately, I was turned down. Okay, mm. I was turned down. So I said, I think God is trying to tell me that, uh, hey, I think it's time for you to move on. You know, it's mm. time for you to do your own uh, own thing. Yeah. So, uh, so I en ended up uh, doing this as a business. Uh, uh, reason why I actually wanted to do this business is I want to just want to help uh, people and touch people's lives uh, and inspire people. Uh, so yeah, that's why I actually did this. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so um, so how do you now maintain your mental health? Like I know that I mean you you are back here and then with your daughter and um you are doing your own business right now and. I'm sure, um, like you said, um, going through loneliness and depression is not a, it's not something that we can fix, and so there must be something that we can, we need to maintain, like a, like a, you know, like a, we have to keep keep ourselves in check all the time, right? So how do you keep yourself right. in check? Mm. Okay. Um. One thing I can tell you, uh, this is my own experience. Mm. I think keeping uh keeping myself occupied. Mm. Uh, keep myself occupied in not just physically but also mentally mm -hmm. uh, you know uh, at the same time I also uh, practice uh, meditation mm. I practice meditation uh, for my mental health mm. uh, deep breathing exercises mm. yeah so uh, I think this really helped me a lot yeah and mm. uh, you know just carry on with life mm. and the best motivator for me is my daughter. Mm. <laughs> Again, yeah. life has to move on. Yes, I, sure. I, I, I can't, I cannot like uh, stay in the past. I mm -hmm. have to move on, and so same goes with my daughter. Mm. Uh, otherwise, uh, we won't be moving, uh, moving forward. Yes, correct, correct. Okay, so um, the last. The last question, uh, the last question I think to end this session is what would you like to tell other men that is going through something similar? Okay, men being men, okay. Uh you we sometimes don't want to actually share our stories with uh, someone else. Yes. Uh and then uh I'm not I'm not just talking about only uh widows and widowers but also i'm also talking about those thing, uh, those other other category as well uh do share with your partner do share with your life partner your husband or your wife uh, uh but when you share with your your when you share your story with one another uh always have this one thing 
understanding. Uh, understand each other before making any uh, assumption. Mm. Yeah, I don't know whether that's the, that's the right word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bef- understanding right. before making any uh, comments. Any... Yeah. Like, like what... Like what, like what I always say, sometimes we do not need your solution or your opinion. Mm. We need you to listen. Yes, listen. Yes, that's, I think that is, I mean, for Good. women, like for us, I always tell my husband, I, I don't want your solution because I know what to do. I just need to talk to someone, you know? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes. Yeah, and then always and want then them to really... be on you. Uh, sorry, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can, you can, you can. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, also want them to be on our side to understand our situation instead of, um, talking about how other people feel. You know, that is. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. You can, you can continue. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, co- understanding one another and then uh, also communication plays an important role. Yes. You know. Uh, you know, sometimes the choice of words, yes. you know, uh, and sometimes this choice of words is not, uh, is not uh, said un- uh, unconscious. Actually, it, it is, you know, when we, when we say something, actually we say without, uh, uh, without thinking or without filtering. Uh, yes. that's, an, that's a big issue, you know, uh, yeah. and, and uh, we don't realize it. We do it. We we do uh, we we say things unconsciously actually yeah uh and until the other side actually uh get hurt and yeah. because of that there's uh, the relationship already uh hurts yeah so um it's always to be very conscious with what you say mm-hmm. uh, they always say think be- think before you open your Talk. mouth yeah. yeah yes correct. Yeah, uh, that's very important actually for 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 any relationship actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's one thing is they said that um, uh, when you are angry, just um, go and have a glass of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what Sit I sit down, was. relax first. Mm. Uh, this is the same thing happened to like <laughs> nowadays the the modern modern communication where we use text, we use uh, message very often. So, so also talk about um, when you are upset and all, do not reply on the spot. Just put the phone down and go and have a cup of water and then come back. Then you attend to the... So it's, I think it's a very good advice for, for people who like, you know, try to, especially when now the so current pandemic, the situation is getting worse and people are getting anxious easily and there's lack of human touch like human interaction. Yes, yes. So so mental health plays a very important role at this time, especially this time. So it's very important for us to self-diagnose and also self-control where we know, okay, we are getting angry or we are getting upset. Let's cool down. Deep breathing and stuff like that that you said, right? Um, you know, talk to someone, like you said, talk to someone when you feel something is off. Right, don't keep it to yourself. Yeah, so yes. especially the men, because that's why in this month we talk about are you men enough? Men enough to admit yeah, that there is yes. a problem, men enough to share your issues and challenges as an as a man, you know. Because yeah. um it's really um we've been talking of talking about women's issue, women's challenges as a mother, as a as a as a mom entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, but we hardly hear a man stand up and talk about 
the challenges because there's this impression that people say that oh men has to be strong anyway you know so but they do not know that you know men actually also go through the same thing that's why like fatherhood as well there is challenges for men as a father because you guys also has no manual to be how to be a father you know same as women like we also don't get a manual to be a mother and also you don't have a guide on how to be a husband or son-in-law same thing so this society we always talk about women but we hardly touch on men so i'm very we are very very grateful that you are open enough to share with us the the the, the part that people hardly talk about and um i think that do you have anything to add on before we end the session uh, well i the key the key the key thing to a, a successful relationship is actually yep. communication yeah uh, uh, communication both consciously and unconsciously mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. i i can give uh one example uh, let's mm -hmm. say uh, a husband comes back home from work mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh after a hard day a tiring day mm -hmm. and then uh, he comes into the door uh, comes into the house and then uh, suddenly the, the 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 wife you know like, hey darling ah, did you buy this did you buy that did you buy this did you buy that uh, did, uh, house you know uh, did you do what I, I, I told you to do? Uh, mm. uh, I think that, that, that that's the communication issue. I think that lady, should, uh, that wife actually should, should actually hold on first, let him rest, let him settle down first. Yes. Only then you talk <laughs> to your husband. Mm -hmm. I think same goes with the, uh, the, uh, the other side as well. I mean, like mm -hmm. if you switch, yeah, yeah it's yeah. the same. I think there are people that I'll come home. Okay, it's the it's the it's dinner ready. It's lunch ready. Yes. <laughs> so both sides has to know like okay, settle down. Don't ask question, but ask how are you. The communication like how's how's your day. Body language. Ah, oh, body language also. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> also, previous previously we also talk about love language. Like how do you feel love and how do you show love? Also very important. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 I think um that's about it. Daniel, thank you for your time. And I'm um, very uh once right. again we like to say thank you for you to share your story. And I hope that people are watching this. And also when you know of anyone that is going through similar situation that need to hear this, just forward this video for them. And then you know, who knows after they watch they feel better or they know what to do next or they can seek help right okay so thank you so yes, much yes especially daniel. men huh? men <laughs> yes men <laughs> so thank you daniel for today thank you so much <laughs> hi natalie hi. hi hi how old are you four four how old are you like your birthday is tomorrow so how old are you yes five. Five. tomorrow you're five <laughs> happy birthday natalie Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> My birthday is not yet, but thank you. <laughs> okay, let, let's let's take a picture, okay? Okay, I'm gonna just take a picture with my phone. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Smile. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Natalie. <laughs>